They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 2 of Soul Food, titled The Unseen. In this episode, we're going to talk about how prophets connect us to the unseen. We'll talk about guardian angels. And finally, we'll talk about witnessing unseen realities at death. Continuing to look at prophetic beauty and really understanding the importance of being able to recognize truth, and in this case, unseen truths, things that are beyond the perception of the material world. And one of the important aspects of our creed is believing in the unseen. And prophets connect us to that unseen world and those unseen realities. And it's because they've been chosen by the Creator, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to have access to that world. And then they inform us of those things that Allah has shown them. And one of the important things that we have to really deeply carve within our psyche, within the essence of our being, is that everything the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam informed us of is true. Everything that he told us is true. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا يَنْطِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَىٰ إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَىٰ That he does not speak from his own whims and his own desires. It is revelation that is being revealed to him sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And his truthfulness, his integrity, and all of the prophets and messengers, their integrity and their miracles are proof for the truthfulness of what they informed us of, of those things that we can't see and we haven't yet experienced. For example, things such as angels, which are part of the unseen realm, the description of paradise and hell, which are only really witnessed in the hereafter. And may Allah make us all people of paradise. But it telling us about that, describing those things, we believe in them because the Prophet ﷺ told us so. The life of the grave, all of these things we believe in because the Prophets have informed us of those things. The Prophet Muhammad ﷺ was once praying with the companions and as he was leading them in prayer, he suddenly took a step forward as if he was walking towards something. Then shortly after that, the Prophet ﷺ took a step backwards where his back almost touched the first row of the companions praying. So they asked him afterwards why it was that he had done that. And he said, ﷺ, when I was stepping forward, 
I saw paradise before my very eyes. And it wasn't something that was just the image of paradise, that that reality was lifted for him. And he said, if I wanted to, I could have taken one of its grapes from a cluster that was right before me. And he said, after that, I saw hell. So I stepped backwards. And it's amazing that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu he has such an access to unseen realities and that he can even experience and have this very intimate connection with the hereafter while he already still was in this world. So these are some of the unseen realities and his degree of familiarity وسلم, that he told us of. So then that brings us to the next point, guardian angels. Our souls are connected to the unseen realm. And as our faith strengthens, as we acquire more iman and begin to access those levels of yaqeen, of certitude, we should be more attuned to the angelic realm. And there are a lot of stories about how righteous people had interactions with angels. And Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib, the Prophet ﷺ's cousin, he actually tells a story of how when he was drawing water from a well at the Battle of Badr, that he felt this mighty wind sweep over him. And it happened not just one time, it happened a second time and then a third time. And the first time that he felt that wind fly over him, that it was the angel Gabriel, peace be upon him, and he was accompanied by a thousand angels that came to support the Prophet ﷺ at that battle. And when he felt that second gust of wind, it was the angel Mikael, and he was accompanied by another thousand angels and they stood next to Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq, who was on the right-hand side of the Prophet ﷺ. And then that third gust of wind that he experienced was Israfil, and he was accompanied by yet another thousand angels who were to support Sayyidina Ali anhu, who was standing on the Prophet's left. So it's amazing even just to think about how these angels came at the Battle of Badr in support of the Prophet ﷺ and that the companions experienced some of those unveilings of the spiritual realities and witnessed that. So this term that we use, this idiom, we say guardian angels, you're my guardian angel, that this actually happens. There's a story of another companion who was once traveling through the wilderness and then there was someone who was a highway robber. He blocked his path and he threatened the Sahabi that he was going to kill him. And the Sahabi said, just take my money and spare my life and go on your way. But this robber was a particularly nefarious person. And he said, no, I'm going to take your life. So then the Sahabi, he said, okay, just allow me to pray for rak'ahs. Allow me to pray one last prayer and then do whatever you wish with me. So then the man agreed. So then he prayed four rak'ahs and then he turned to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
in extremely heartfelt dua. You can only imagine. And he called upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by his beautiful names. And he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to save him from this evil man. And then shortly thereafter, all of a sudden, a rider appeared and he was armed with a spear. And as soon as this robber saw him, they charged each other. But the second rider who came, he speared that man to death and he killed him. And then the companion obviously was relieved and overjoyed that someone came out of nowhere just to save him. And he said, who are you? You've saved my life. And then the man who was riding this horse who killed this brigand, he said, I am an angel who has come down from the fourth heaven. And I heard your duas there, and I had asked Allah to allow me to be the one to come and intervene and save you after you made dua to him. And Allah permitted me to come down and save you. An angel came down from the fourth heaven because of his dua. So this brings us to the final point, witnessing unseen realities at death. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an, in Surah 41, verses 30 and 31, الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهُ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا تَتَنَزَّلُ عَلَيْهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ أَلَّا تَخَافُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا وَأَبْشِرُوا بِالْجَنَّةِ الَّتِي كُنْتُمْ تُعَدُونَ those who say our Lord is Allah and then they remain steadfast. The angels descend upon them saying, do not fear nor grieve. Rather, rejoice in the good news of paradise which you have been promised. We are your supporters in this worldly life and in the hereafter. Allah tells us in the Qur'an that the angels come down and say that to certain people. And the scholars of tafsir say that that occurs most often at death when someone is dying. But we are your supporters in this life and in the hereafter. And from some of the pious predecessors, these things were experienced and witnessed. Fudala ibn Dinar, he said that when one of the early Muslims, Muhammad ibn Wasi', when he was dying, he was heard saying that he was speaking to some unseen uh, beings and creatures that were present. He said, Welcome to the angels of my Lord. There is neither ability nor strength save by Allah. Then Fudala ibn Dinar, who's narrating the story, he says, I saw Muhammad ibn Wasi' say that as he was about to die. And then I smelled a perfume unlike anything I had ever smelled before. And then Muhammad ibn Wasi', he lifted his eyes up towards the heavens and he died. That these things happen when people are passing away. And these are the unseen realities that when our souls become illuminated, when we become elevated, and we nourish our hearts with the spiritual nourishment of ibadah, of devotion, of dhikr, of reflection, of illuminating ourselves with those things that are beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
deepening our knowledge of his names and recognizing his perfection, his beauty, his majesty. When we follow in the footsteps of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, then our souls become attuned to these kinds of realities. And this brings us to the call to action. There is a prophetic dua that you should say every time you leave your house. And it's very easy to say. It's not very long. And we'll put it in the show notes. We'll write it in Arabic and provide the transliteration and the translation. But the Prophet ﷺ said that whenever a person leaves his or her house and says, Bismillah, tawakkaltu ala Allah, wala hawla wala quwwata illa billah. In the name of Allah, I put my trust in Allah and there is no power nor ability except by Allah. That whenever a person says that, when he or she leaves his house or her house, the angels call out to that person and say, Hudita wa kufita wa You have been granted guidance. Your cares are taken care of. And you are protected. And the Prophet ﷺ then said, The devil then distances himself from such a person because the angels are taking care of him. Every time you leave your house, you should say this dua. And you should try to witness, even if you don't see it with your physical eyes, you should witness with your heart that you are being surrounded by angels and that Allah has given you protection from unseen forces. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us a perception and a connection to spiritual realities that we believe in everything the Prophet Muhammad wasallam came with and that we have guardian angels who are our supporters and our friends and our allies in this life and in our graves and when we are resurrected in the hereafter. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.